Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at That's Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. The Sunranto Show is brought to you by all of our Patreon subscribers. What you do see is you go to patreon.com slash sunranto, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash S-O-N-R-A-N-T-O. And you type that little address in there, and then you say, I would like to subscribe for a dollar, or two dollars, or three dollars, or five dollars, because I want to get the music, or ten dollars, because I want my name at the end of the show, or whatever reason you're going to be supporting the Sun Ranto Show and keeping us on the air, whether it's that you want to help us pay our website hosting bill, which is coming up for 200 bucks, whether it's you want to help us pay to keep the show streaming on StreamYard, what, if you just want to help buy us tickets or beer. If you would buy each one of us a beer for doing this show per year, well, that's like subscribing basically at like the $3 level. So get it done. You get the show early, ad-free. There's perks at every level. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Please join us. It's how we keep the lights on here. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Here's the show. Kobe blue blood flowing through our veins. Sitting in the bleachers in the rain. We shed a million tears and drank as many old stuff beers out at the game. Let's go, Cubby Sunranto with Michael Sunranto and Crawley Sunranto and the lovable loser Sunranto with Michael Sunranto and Crawley Sunranto and the lovable losers Sunranto. Fergie Jenkins, you're listening to Sean Randall, the 69th Beth Cup Podcast. It's official. We are now the Sean Rando Show because I don't want to do Sun Rando anymore as long as we have to talk about the Cubs. What does the Sean Rando Show talk about? Uh, Hi, everybody. Field of Dreams. The Field of Dreams. We're just going we're, we're gonna to do... Uh, we're just going to review the Field of Dreams minute by minute for the next 200 shows. Yeah, I'm not even watching it. Uh, yeah, I certainly don't want to watch the Cubs play baseball too much anymore. Not the last few days anyway. Hi, everybody. I'm Danny Rocket. I'm joined here by Michael Cotton and... Creepy crawlies hiding under rocks and creepy crawlies living in a tree. I bet you wish you were living in a tree right about now, huh, Crawley? Uh, it hasn't been the greatest time to be a Cubs fan. Uh, breaking uh, bad records all over this place. Uh, how bad are they? Jeez, uh, you could just do this the whole time. The Cubs got outscored by 28 runs and getting swept by the Brewers. Second worst run differential in a four-game sweep in franchise history. The Cubs lost consecutive games by 10-plus runs for the fourth time in the modern era. 
since 1900, eighth time in franchise history. I mean, now we are getting into historically bad. Okay, this was the first winless homestand of at least seven games since September 3rd through 11th, 1943. It's the first time the team's dropped 10 home games in a row since April 4th to May 3rd, 1994, which were some pretty fucking bad years. Yeah. <laughs> and if you recall, like, not that we want to think back to the shitty Cubs of yesterday, but April had a historically bad offense and they were breaking all these offensive records. Like it's the first time the Cubs ever had one hit on nine consecutive days. And the first time all nine starters had batting averages under 100 or stuff like that. Like it, it's just been a historically bad season at this point. It's almost, it's almost laughable except for it's not very funny. Well, here's the thing I'll tell you. And this is what I said beforehand. You know, everyone wanted to ship everybody out. You did that. This is what you got. This is what you get now. So, yeah, was I really happy how they started? No. But you knew at any time Rizzo goes on one of those tears. KB hits a game winner. Uh, Baez does something miraculous. You literally have no reason to go to Wrigley Field. You right. have literally no reason to turn on the television. The only thing that we have to live for during these games is uh, singles and doubles by Ortega and wisdom hits a few home runs every so often. That's and I, it. And I There's see people kind of like, oh, maybe some of these guys are Scott. No, they are 30-year-old <laughs> journeymen. And most of these times, these guys are just throwing it down the middle because the only people that really looked out were today were if you were at a rooftop and you got to sit there for seven hours drinking all you could drink. Those were the only people that enjoyed themselves today. I, don't, I think even Brewers unless, fans were probably Unless they got so that. drunk and they fell off the roof or something. Yeah, Mike Lane writes in, uh, it was brutal to watch that first inning last night in person. Yeah, I was there too. Uh, the atmosphere last night, way different for sure. Um, yeah, th- I, I've made the joke that Jake Arrieta was throwing an all-hitter. <laughs> so, <laughs> I was like, that's pretty accurate. Yeah, but that, that one really took off. And, uh, you know, it's it, somebody asked about Frank Schwindel. Come on now. <laughs> Come on! I, I, I think that w- that was made in jest because, like, seriously, yeah. all these guys are just a hundred percent garbage. Well, I'll say this: garbage. last night, the only good thing is I heard I, uh, I saw a friend of ours who uh, works over with Lost Boys, a guy named Robert, and he's also a bleacher bum. I saw him because uh, I was standing in the left field corner, left fence leaning, and he goes, "Hey." D- I'm like, hey, what are you doing here? He's like, oh yeah, we're here with the Lost Boys. I'm like, I didn't know you guys were coming to the game today. Apparently, yeah, it was like kind of alliance. A, it was a, kind of a last minutey thing that they just found out. And Levante uh, went and got a bunch. Of, there he is with his son. That's Levante Junior. He's so oh, what cute. A cutie. Oh my god, oh, he my. Get, that little boy. He wanted so many hugs, and I I gave him all the hugs he wanted. <laughs> like every single hug that kid wanted, he got the hug and uh, went with Sarah Sanchez, cup of cubby blue, hung out with Levante. That game was so bad. We just stood around, talked. I bought him a beer. We had a great time. You know, it was just like, you know, it, it's now we're back to that. Now we're Come back on. to Crawley. You and me go to a game. We maybe don't even watch a pitch. We sit and we kiki and shoot the shit and have a great time. But we, are, we do not watch baseball. We, When we were growing up, there was a show called Behind the Music. Dun, 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 dun. That showed like the rise of these bands. And then afterwards, they snorted too much coke off a hooker's butt. And now they're all fucking like living like on the streets and like brain dead and shit like that. One day there will be a 2016 Behind the Music Cubs. Behind the Cubs. And I hope Mark Hugh puts it on there 
But it is absolutely, (laughs) it is absolutely how this team, this 2016 team, and I'm sure in a few years all will be forgiven and revered and, and we'll cheer them on and all that stuff. But as of right now, so what happens the other day? Uh, Mike Lane talks about being at the game. What was it yesterday with Jake Arietta? Hey, Crawley, real quick. Funny that you say that because I tweeted earlier today, I can only hope that the Cubs are in the drama downturn of their VH1 behind the music rockumentary <laughs> and that they can start making their triumphant comeback soon where the ownership learns that being shitty to the fans was the wrong way to handle the fame. It's so funny that you were bringing that up because I just like that was my tweet earlier this afternoon. Uh, you know, you, you sit here and, and – Mike Lane was talking about the game, and Jake Arietta gave up seven runs in the first inning and gave up a couple more. Then, not only is he shitty, in his post-game press conference, Bruce Levine, in the way you guys, in case you don't know this, the way that it goes is they do the zooms, and there's kind of like Bruce kind of gets the first question. He's kind of like the old man on the beat, been around forever. Seniority, little seniority. And so Bruce is asking about mentoring younger pitchers and Jake Arrieta is mad because he's wearing the mask during a zoom call. Now would I wear a mask during a zoom call? No, but I don't know where Bruce is. I don't know what he's doing. I don't know what the situation, who gives a shit. And Arrieta asks like an ass, asks him to take it off, acts like a dick to the reporters and then just leaves. And then yep. guess what happened? And so that was Patrick Mooney was kind of reporting that love for you to take off the mask, being a dick uh, to pretty much everybody. And then today, bye DFA. Yeah. He was, and, he was, you know, but so many people yeah. made shit about this. Like they, you know, like that was the last straw. Come on. Jake was, Jake was on his way out. You can't be rude to Levine. You're out on your ear, buddy. <laughs> no, there's I mean, there's no doubt. But hey, when you are winning 16 games, 19 games, you're a Cy Young winner. People have to call you eccentric. You fucking throw BP, your ass is going to be out the door. Yeah. And, it, and it's not, it's not the only thing. It's, it's a whole, whole mess of things, but this clearly didn't work. That clearly didn't help his situation. The Sunranto show is brought to you by the Spotify green room app. Did you know that every Tuesday, uh, the members of the Sunranto show, myself, Crawley and Michael get together for a conversation with you on the Spotify Green Room app every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Won't you join us there? Uh, You can download it for either Android or the iPhone app store. And, uh, you know, we kind of get together. We have a conversation about something Cubs-related or baseball-related, or sometimes we just have a conversation with artist Matt Cameron. You never know what's going to happen over there on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. at the Spotify Green Room app. Here's what you do. Uh, you download it, and um, then you follow Sunranto Show, S-O-N-R-A-N-T-O-S-H-O-W, and you link your Twitter in there, and uh, you know, pretty soon you're having conversations with people like me. Um, it's totally participatory. Oh, that was hard to say. And it's a lot of fun. So check us out Tuesdays, 6 p.m. on the Spotify Green Room app and check out everything it's got to offer. See you at 6 p.m. on Tuesdays. Spotify Green Room app. Free. And well, I, and he, he absolutely burned every bridge. You remember the last time he was, you know, right after the, you know, the Trump election, he was like, you know, hey, you know, Hollywood types, I'll help you pack your bags, all this bullshit. You know, and people kind of like wrinkled at that a little bit, but we let it go. He disappeared. He went to Philly, didn't see him. 
And I everybody's saying here, little yumper saying Bruce was in the press box. So it wasn't like he was yeah. sitting at home like we are now. So right. fuck him. But I find it funny because, Danny, when you put out this show and you were kind of advertising it, you used this. This was from the Chicago Sun-Times. It's not a flattering picture of Tom Ricketts. Um, and it says, hero to zero. It took Tom Ricketts, Cubs chairman Tom Ricketts, five years to lose goodwill from World Series title. Look, Bill, you know, Bill wants I mean, to know if Jake still gets paid, and that is true. Yes, Jake will still get paid. He's he's guaranteed money, but uh, you know it, it, we don't have to fucking deal with him. Dude, do you, my mother just gave this to me. I have the actual Sun Times Hero to Zero in my clutches right now. My mom gave me the. Uh, she cut it out. She's like, "Oh, Danny's gonna love this." So like, this is how fierce of a Cubs fan my mom is. She's like. Oh, Danny's gonna love watching Ricketts here at Azir because she she knows how I feel about it. We talk but about it all the time. When 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 you look at this, there there if you remember the movie, it was one of the Dark Knight movies. It said, You either die a hero or live long enough to see yourself become the villain. And that's the way I'm just looking at this is all these guys from twenty sixteen, every single one of them were just the greatest thing. I remember you know, at CubsCon, people chanting, Thank you, Tom. Like, like the reverence given to all these guys. And now, right now, it's just such a mess. You're well, looking to, at this, and it's just unreal. To be fair, uh, the thank you, Tom, chance would mostly be the same. It would be at least two-thirds the same. There would be something else, and then you, Tom, I think is what it would be. It would just, But it, it would be mostly like the same chant. Just, in fact, like even the last letter of thank and the other word people would probably be yelling, uh, preceding you and Tom, uh, I think uh, it's, it's, I mean, it's real close. I mean, I'd really see a difference. I mean, you won't be booing next year because you'll be saying, fuck you, Tom. (laughs) (laughs) And so when we look at these moves right now of, of Jake and all this, uh, Wilson Contreras. We have to get to Marquee Network. You have only one player that is a legit major league player on this roster. And that's Wilson Contreras, and now he's injured, so great. Well, Kyle Hendricks, Kyle, but he only yeah. plays once every uh, time. Yeah, I'm talking position player. When you right. talk about the eight guys that are on there, Arietta's released. They selected Ryan Missinger, who didn't look too great today for the Iowa Cup, from the Iowa Cubs. Uh, Austin <laughs> Romine was <laughs> nice, reinstated. Nice, nice Freudian slip. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know what? He, he was reinstated for the Iowa Cubs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I got his numbers here if you want to take a look at Meisinger. I don't know if you care, but he's 20. He's kind of not old, but he's 27. Uh, he got up with the St. Louis before uh, and um, Baltimore, where he's from. And it's never really gone that well for him, like, you know, 570 ERA, but good in the minors, 268. So. What did he, what did he do today? You were I I saw your tweet at the game. You're like, who the hell is on the Who mound? the hell is Meisinger? <laughs> That's when I left. Dude, I never leave baseball games, but it was already th- almost 3 hours long and it was the 6th. And we were losing 10 to 1 at the time. Yeah, I it was say. bad. And, uh, yeah, that game ended up 17 to 4 today if anybody hasn't looked. Yeah, nobody cares. So a couple was, things, <laughs> couple things. Right, a little yumper saying Nico. Nico's not playing right now, so yeah, if you go, yeah, you're not yeah. going to see Nico Horner. Uh, yeah, there's no reason Cubs, to show up. Jim no, Caravan no says, Cubs "Is there a Cubs? No Cubs con. I've already told you that I, I've I've talked to people that work for the Cubs. That is not happening. It is too difficult to put together. Like 
in August, they're putting the finishing touches on what it's going to look like. And right they now, they're putting nothing. together a bobblehead for this year, much less a fucking Cubs con for January. No, not happening. Will Jake be picked up by another team? Not anybody who has eyes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, well, if he's going to go I, to a playoff team. And I, and tweeted, I tweeted that as well. You know, he didn't get fired for what he said, but it might keep him from being hired. You yeah. know, like, why would you, why would you pick up a guy that just did that and uh, you know he's unvaccinated, you know he's going to be a dick to people about it, like, why would you bring that into your clubhouse? I can see him getting picked up by Pittsburgh just for the extra six losses because, <laughs> you know what I mean? Because we're chasing them now. We're like, they're, they're feeling us at their back, like, going for their draft pick. To be, so, fair, <laughs> to be fair, we would have lost more with Jake Pitching. I know. They should have <laughs> kept him. There are two it. things that are irritating the shit out of me, though, and I, and I really got to kind of go out here. And, and number one is the idea that you just brought up. Hey, let's get draft picks. We need a better spot. I'm going. I'm, I'm prematurely TFCing here. This is just uh, <laughs> John Ooh, Greenberg. It's all over our faces. John Greenberg tweeted, honestly, with a little luck, the Cubs could be drafting as high as fifth or sixth next season. And DeCipio says, whatever it takes to draft the next Albert Almora or Ian Happ. <laughs> Let me just kind of inform people. There's a reason they don't show the baseball draft on TV, really. It's because it's boring and useless, and, 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 and it's literally every now and then. You'll see like a Chris Bryant or somebody come through. Those are unicorns. Those are rare. Okay, most of the time, these guys are busts. Go take a look at, at baseball prospectus and take a look at the drafts, 2013, 2014, 2015, 2016. Well, just, just look at the guy who was drafted right before Chris Bryant, Johnny Appleseed or whatever the fuck his name was. He's not even playing baseball anymore. Mark, and Mark, then, Mark Appel. Mark Appel yeah. by Houston. And, and, uh, yeah, Johnny only, Appleseed is what I said. And then not only that, you take a look at right after him was Cole Stewart who yeah. pitched for the Cubs. Yeah. So it, none of this shit, if you think that it makes like such a huge difference to go from draft pick number 10 to draft pick number 7, it doesn't mean shit. I don't know yeah, if I'm but, 100% right, but I believe Mike Trout was drafted 39th. It means well, nothing. And, and the thing is, the reason it doesn't make any difference is because these guys are at least usually three years away, no matter where they, who they are and what they come in the draft, right? Because they're going to work their way through the minor leagues. So if you come in out of college, there is a possibility you will jump from your uh, single A to double A in the first year, a possibility. But then you're going to play a year in double A. You're going to play a year, well, you might not play a whole year in, in triple A, but it's going to be a while before you get up. Yeah. Like three years, no matter what. And what makes the difference is the development. And what we've seen over these last few years is the Cubs development doesn't seem to be there for a lot of guys. The best players that they have had move through the minors very quickly. Uh, a Chris Bryant, a Kyle Schwarber. A Wilson Contreras. These guys spent like almost no time in the minors. Not, they not, not, not Contreras. Actually, Contreras spent a while. Well, Contreras, Contreras was a third baseman. Once right. he switched to catcher, he uh, he flew through. Right. Schwarber, Bryant, Russell kind of had a normal progression. So did Baez. Well, but Russell, Russell was with the A's. Right. Yeah. right. If Baez, college. Yeah, Baez was 
had to fight against being part of the old regime. Yeah. Right. So it's Wilson. Uh, but co- when, once you do college, you know, then that's kind of like a minor league in and of itself, you know. So then you're, you're already then, older. You, you know, you're not – if you're coming out of Venezuela or something, you know, you're uh, maybe 17 years old, you know. The other yeah. guys are 22, like Chris Bryant went, went to school. Um, but uh, My yeah. point being, though, is, is it doesn't matter if you have the 5th, 6th, 7th, 8th, ninth, 10th. No. It if doesn't felt, matter for yeah. shit. So stop cheering it because it's just fucking dumb. And yeah, like, Mike, like Michael said, development is more important than having pick number seven versus pick number nine. Yeah. Well, if, it, if the guy stays healthy, that's more well, important. And not only development, but uh, as we keep being reminded of day after day after day, it's living conditions. It's the ability for people to make it through the minors living on fucking hot dogs and uh, sleeping on floors and cots and bullshit. It's a fucking mess in the minors. And honestly, we've been saying it on this show for years. The market inefficiency is paying these guys a living wage so that they can train all year rather than fucking trying to figure out. I I saw one dude said that he would go in the bathroom and chug NyQuil. And I assume he is stealing the NyQuil and he would chug NyQuil in the bathroom so that he could sleep on the bus so that he wouldn't be hungry. Yeah. No, that's that, that's not how you uh, develop athletes. So if like that's what no. the Cubs are doing, then it, and, and and we don't know if the Cubs like are doing all that. the teams. Yeah, all the but this is a general overall all the teams. But if the Cubs could ever fucking get it together and say, you know what, we're going to give you these guys twenty five thousand dollars a year so that they can fucking uh, you know actually somewhat live. That's not a ton of money. But it's enough that you can room with another guy and and live okay and train all year, rather than you know going back home yeah. and fucking. The only the only thing I think the, field. the only thing that I think that is good about a higher draft pick is this: you can get your guy. You've got obviously they've got a list, and and if you've got a number one dude that you like the most, and you, then there's less of a chance that they will get picked. That's probably the only good thing. And uh, you know, little yumper, Crawley is extra spicy. <laughs> I'm extra crispy. I was in the bleachers today. <laughs> Speaking of spicy, the other thing that's pissing the shit out of me is Ross and Hoyer and Ricketts all lying. I don't think you can connect what happens here over the next two months with going forward. Hoyer and Ross don't see the ugly end of this Cub season. It's foreshadowing for a brutal 22. And our f- friend Joe Kilgons talked about it. Oh, they're going to have plenty of money to spend. No Talking way. about the CBA. I don't want to deal with that. Let's, 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 let's push that aside, CBA aside. What does this team need right now? So Everything. let's take a look. They don't have a first baseman. Nope. They don't. They have, let's say, Nico and Magical is what everybody is excited about. Fine. Let's put that there. A couple of slap hitters up the middle. You have no third baseman. If you think Patrick Wisdom is the answer or Matt Duffy, I have two words for you, Brian LaHare. Or or David Bodie. Right. That's just garbage. You have no left fielder unless you want to see Ian Happ some more. You have no center fielder unless you're. John Ishwi Fargus is who we're running out there right now. Right, because you have no center he'll never fielder. Play right field again after he dropped that ball the other night. You got no center fielder, and your right fielder is one of the most biggest busts of a contract there is. You everybody have- loves Rafael Ortega in center field right now, and honestly, look, I'm going to give a little bit of props and a little bit to the idea of keeping Rafael Ortega because 
Uh, I mean, I haven't been able to pay attention as much to his defense. I don't know if he's terrible as a center fielder, but he's out there all the time. Uh, but as a leadoff guy, he's actually kind of doing what we need a leadoff guy to do. Just nobody brings him in. Like he's getting on base with hits. He's doing that like he should. Now, will he be able to continue that once people get a real book on him? That's that will that's, probably tell us. We'll we'll right. find that out by the end of the year. What but you I don't, don't know. What usually do you see in the outfield. What you guys normally don't see are guys that come up when they're 30 and all of a sudden having this amazing resurgence. It just doesn't happen. Like you said, the book gets kind of written on him. It's already told right now that he struggles against lefties, hasn't faced a lot of lefties. Against righties, he may be a good split platoon guy. But here's what I'm telling you. So he's Albert Amora is what you're saying. If he's in there, when he shows up and nobody has a book, he can hit. They get a book on him, then he's only good against right-handers, and then he's just not good against anybody. Correct, and his defense, as some people have pointed out, it's all right. It's not great. It's not bad. Uh, it's, to me, it's a little slightly better than Ian Happ, which isn't saying all that much. Uh, we're really kind of comparing, you know, two bad outfielders. He he put he took a weird route to a, one of the hits right. today. One of the twenty nine hits that <laughs> was pounded out uh, there today. Uh, but he took a weird route today, and and I was sitting there with Bleacher Jeff, and we both were like, didn't it seem like he should have gotten to that ball? Like it did. It like it fell a place. Now I don't know where he was playing before. He didn't have a good first step, maybe. I'm not sure what happened. So, I don't know. I don't think he's a natural center fielder. I think he's more naturally like a corner guy, you know. Sort I'm, of I'm thing. just but telling you, he's if, he's, if, if he I, is in your starting lineup, you're not a playoff team. Yeah. You also don't have a, an ace, a number one pitcher. You don't have a number two pitcher. I've always said Kyle Hendricks is three. I don't know what Alzali is. I think he'll develop fine, but it's going to take a couple of years. So how are you competitive at 2022 when you don't have a first baseman, you don't have a third baseman, you don't have a left center, right fielder, you don't have a first, number one pitcher, you don't have a number two pitcher, that's seven positions, and you gave away your seven, eight, nine bullpen pieces? Yeah. I, I honestly think that Hendricks could be a number two, but you have to have – a you have to have a U Darvish in front of him. You have to have somebody that when he comes out there, you're seeing something absolutely different. You can't have five guys throwing 89. You have yep. to have four guys throwing 95, and then he's he can be your number two. He just can't be the number two when they've spent the last two nights seeing the exact same person out there, and then he comes out there and they're like, Well, this is exactly what we are looking for well, Alec Mills, same guy. You got Mills going out there. Then you got Zach Davies throwing BP out there as well. I mean, it's just, right. I, I'm just, I'm just Mills, uh, even Arietta was throwing the same bullshit. Like they were all four of those guys. Only Alzali has a little bit of giddy up and it's not like he's not whipping them in there at like 97, 98. Is he? And, uh, and, and so uh, Bill no, Sugas like right 94. now is saying, but our prospects and Bill, I know you're being sarcastic there. The prospects actually are the one bright spot yeah, in this Canario? organization. Canario right. hit four home the, runs in four straight games. I'm like, the, oh, bring them up. The Let's prospects go. look good, but what they're not going to do is rush their development, which I I'll think talk was about him a little bit in a little, in a little bit. What I think, honestly, is they don't want to do what they did with some of these other guys, which they felt, I believe, Theo and Jed, that they rushed them through. But that was because they were needed. They felt like they were ready. I don't think they're going to do that. So my problem isn't with that. My problem is 
It's not going to be a 2022 thing where, where they're talking about being competitive. They are yeah. not going to be pe- uh, competitive 2022. Yeah. You're looking more 2024 around that time. Okay. All right. Well, let's move past the absolute dog shit season that we're going to cover next year and talk about things that are kind of just fun. Baseball can be fun. And uh, Austin Romine is activated from the 60 day IL and he will get a chance to play in the big leagues with his brother. Uh, I don't know. I don't know where, I mean, I guess Andrew Romine is going to play shortstop, right? Like, so that's like, for one that's game, cool. for one game, we'll have that. Yeah, we'll have that a little bit this year. Like that's that's fun. That's kind of a, a fun story. And for just that to family. remind everybody who Romine is, uh, he's basically a backup catcher for the Yankees for years. Had a year in Detroit, and then we signed him, and he immediately got hurt. So, and we haven't seen him all year. And um, I mean, what he? And it, just so you know, Danny, you missed some history today. Austin Romine was catching, and to pitch the ninth was his brother Andrew. Yeah. So the first brother uh pitcher catcher combo, I forget in how many years, but it's I think since nineteen sixty four. Historic. You know what? It's better than fucking Sogard out there. That's fun, right? Yeah. That's fun. Nobody saw it because everybody turned that fucking game off. So So well I want to bring out we, we got a friend. He's tra he's traveling right now, but I I texted him today and I said, uh Eric Wheelow <laughs> I know that you've been dying to gloat. You have, we haven't talked to you for uh, a little bit right now, and, and it's been a while since we talked to our Brewers fan friend. A lot has changed since we talked to him. Um, he's on his way. He's driving from Los Angeles to Milwaukee right now because he's got a bunch of shows, but I'm, I'm going to bring him on, Mr. Eric Wheelow. Come on and gloat. How you doing, brother? Hey, guys. How much hey, sound? Uh, I, I'm you sound your- like you're in a car. Yeah, I'm going to play your theme right. song because I know you love it. Even though we suck and your team is good, that song is always good. You know, like, uh, it, it, it'll make everybody even uh, like a, the Brewers fan in you just because they get to hear that Calypso. So how you feeling? You just, you beat us. Uh, I believe the run differential of that series was 403 runs or something <laughs> like that. I'm not sure. Yeah. Oh my God, guys! It's, uh, I love coming on to uh, the show, and the first thing I hear is, uh, "Guys, we just gotta look at the fun things that happen in the season, like a brother playing with a brother." Oh my God, is this what <laughs> is this what the Chicago Cubs have become? It, yes, it really is. It really uh, is. Uh, Wheelow, I have one question: Were you as yes. surprised at how bad the Cubs were this week as we were? Like, they were historically bad. Or did you, no. I mean, as a Brewers fan, were you totally expecting this? I kind of was expecting it because you did have Peralta, Woodruff, and Burns going against your guys. And this is a completely new team that just got called up. And it, to be honest with you, it's looking like a lot of these guys aren't even trying anymore. No, it does Ian Happ is just sad because they are trying. They're these are all minor leaguers trying their asses off. That's why it's sad. Uh, no, but I, I know what he's no, saying. I, I mean, I'm even a, I'm at go ahead, today. It, it was Hendricks, you know, that ball that got hit right uh, between him and the third base, and I forget who was playing third. Was it Happ? And it's like 
Oh, you want to get it? Do I want to get it? Demand out. But it's like, this just isn't a team in harmony. This is barely a Major League Baseball team at this point. I mean, I just can't believe that it's come to this at this point for you guys. Yeah, there was Duffy playing third. So, yeah, you're right. It's barely a Major League Baseball team. I mean, dude, there are players every day that are playing. Then I was like, who the hell's that? Like, the other day when I was watching the game, I'm like, Janeshwi Vargas? Fargus? Who the hell's Fargus? And then, then I got to figure out what his name is and, like, how to say it and all this stuff. Uh, dude, it's, it's brutal. I can't even tell you. Like, I brought my niece to the game today, and I said, hey, look up at the Cubs lineup and tell me which of these players you've heard of. <laughs> And she oh, wow. knew she had heard of Hap, she had heard of Wisdom, but she didn't really know what he looked like. I'm like, oh, look him up. You'll, oh. you'll be, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's very popular for one reason alone of just being handsome. Yeah, we were we were actually uh, calling him the Anna Kornikova of baseball today. And nice. Then, and then the gets put on the uh, the 10 day IL, right? You release yeah. Arietta. It's just the dream is over, boys. I mean, it's, it just keeps blowing up more and more each week and i just it's a train wreck man and as a person saying i gotta be honest with you i'm very happy to see it happen uh, we, we were we were talking about pitching and this has been really tough for the cubs because we've had seven games the last seven games against the white Sox and the brewers and to me that's why i keep telling people everyone's like kyle hendricks kyle hendricks i'm like kyle hendricks is a really great number three pitcher if you could go into the playoffs and have that but when you take a look, like you said, at the three, Peralta, yeah. uh, you had Rodon, you had to face, uh, who else did we face? We faced Rodon, we faced, uh, when, when you look at the White Cease. Sox, Can we Cease, face Cease is okay, but you, you know, Lance, you, you're Lance. looking. Lynn. Yeah, Lynn, Lynn is pitching tonight. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, it's like that's, and then now, then you looked at Peralta, it was Woodruff today, but Corbin Burns absolutely made the Cubs look like they've never even played baseball before. It was he tied a major league record with 10 strikeouts in a row. That was done by Tom Seaver and Aaron Nola. And I was worried. I basically was counting the outs because I thought that he had a chance to get to carries 20. Yeah. And he we, still did up until the yeah. eighth inning. Yeah, we were too. We were, I was sitting there with Sarah Sanchez. Yeah, 77 pitches, I think, through seven innings, went into eight, 15Ks total. And basically, Florida swamp weather too, where nobody wanted to play. And he just came out, and he just bulldogged it, and he just shined, man. I mean, dude. Oh, and and then to have Matt freaking Duffy be the guy that kills the the chance at the you know all time record, and and I think it's because he actually I, they made the mistake of kind of like letting him know he had the record because you saw right before that Duffy at bat, he was kind of looking at his other players and. They were like smiling, like, "Yeah, I fucking did it! Like, this is great!" And then he fucking serves up a shot to to uh, Duffy, and it's just like, "Oh, if you would have just fucking not acknowledged it, it might maybe keeps he maybe keeps his fucking head together and strikes out Duffy." I got a question for you, Eric. How are you feeling yeah. about the chances of the Reds to catch you? I don't think it happens, and not because the Reds are going to play great. It's just I don't see the Brewers dropping off in any way. Like, this offense is starting to click. Uh, the bullpen is finally back healthy with Hader off the IL. Topa's back. Uh, Jake Cousins is back. Um, and then, you know, the additions of Escobar, Kane's back, Wong's healthy. 
you know, and we really found something in Roddy Telez uh, at first base. And it's just a really deep team. And when you're going out back-to-back days, it's not like there's a drop-off there. It's like it's a solid lineup no matter who you're playing. And then you got three guys that are in the top four ERA in the end. Uh-oh. He's frozen oh, I'm still, up. It's I'm like one of those guys so <laughs> one thing I do want to ask you, you, you mentioned a lot of names, Eric, but the one name you didn't mention was former MVP Christian Yelich. And a lot of people have been noticing that since he took that foul ball off his leg and broke it, he has not been the same hitter. And you guys signed him to a massive extension, which is what a lot of Cub fans were hoping for with one of their three. How nervous are you guys knowing that that's going to be a big chunk of your salary and, and hasn't looked that good in a little while? It's a huge issue, to be honest with you. I mean, we kind of saw it with Ryan Braun a little bit. He was on the DL quite a bit, and he was the highest played, uh, paid player on our team for long stretches. Yeah, he kept having trouble I, with his eyes, right? They were looking that, the wrong directions. Yeah. Yep. Well, yeah, a lot of thumb injuries and, and back injuries. And Flare-ups. I mean, I'm, I'm getting <laughs> to the point where you know, I'm I'm getting to the point where I'm sick of hearing about the 18, 19 Kristen Yelich because we're sitting here in 20, late into 21, and he hasn't showed up in either season. When, when did he? Play. When did he break his leg? When? When was that? I'm. I'm I just don't uh, remember. That, that was. That would have been the 20. Was that 19. the 20? 19. 19. Yeah. 2019. Yeah, right. he should be. Well, I, I was just wondering if he did it last year, and if maybe you know he was no. still maybe recovering or something. But yeah, he should be fine. He, he did it right before we made that playoff push, and that's when we went and won like 18 and 19 games without him, which was pretty, uh, pretty incredible run for us. I will say this: it doesn't affect us that much this year. The contract price does go up in the years that come up here, which means less money to pay for some of these guys like Avi Garcia. But I will say, with Adamas coming on, it's been a non-issue. With Narvarez coming on at catcher, it's been a non-issue. Adamas is playing like an MVP. And if he's not in consideration coming at the end of this year, uh, I'd be very surprised. But he's picked up the slack in this team. It's just all around. It's sound, man. I mean, we yep. have Vogelbach and Shaw coming off the DL, and we don't even know what to do with them. We don't have spots for them on this team. Well, you know what they say, uh, you know, maybe this has, affects Christian Yelich, is, uh, you know, the old the old adage is you are what you eat, and he, and he eats ass. So uh, so I guess that that's why he's ass. Let me, let me let me ask you guys a question because there was rumors when the trade deadline was going on that we definitely Stearns and the Brewers looked into acquiring Rizzo or Bryant, and they were turned down from that. Yeah. Do you think it was those players not wanting to play for the Brewers or the team themselves not wanting to see the Brewers win? And if it oh. did happen, how would that have made you feel if we had a Chris Bryant on the Milwaukee Brewers right now? Awful. Way worse. Yep, okay. it would be terrible if we had to see them again. Uh, it's already going to be a fucking pain in the ass when we see John Lester come through with the Cardinals, and he went through D.C. to get here, you know? Yeah. yeah. The Sun Ranto Show is brought to you by the Spotify Green Room app. Did you know that every Tuesday, uh, the members of the Sun Ranto Show, myself, Crawley, and Michael, get together for a conversation with you? on the Spotify Green Room app every Tuesday at 6 p.m. Won't you join us there? Uh, You can download it for either Android or the iPhone app store. And, uh, you know, we kind of get together. We have a conversation about something Cubs-related or baseball-related, or sometimes we just have a conversation with artist Matt Camber. You never know what's going to happen 
over there on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. at the Spotify Green Room app. Here's what you do. Uh, you download it, and um, then you follow Sunranto Show, S-O-N-R-A-N-T-O-S-H-O-W, and you link your Twitter in there, and uh, you know, pretty soon you're having conversations with people like me. Um, it's totally participatory. Oh, that was hard to say. And it's a lot of fun. So check us out Tuesdays, 6 p.m. on the Spotify Green Room app, and check out everything it's got to offer. See you at 6 p.m. on Tuesdays. Spotify Green Room app. Free. So it's it's no, it's it's not a good situation. Now you're probably looking forward on the schedule and be like, oh, when do we play the Cubs again? This will be fun. Like, you know, feast you, well, you feast on us. Is uh and, wait, the Brewers swept us last time too, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's got the- seven straight. <laughs> and I don't know if you saw this record. Our series uh, all-time became even yesterday. And now the Brewers and the all-time series against the Cubs are one game up on you guys. So fuck yourselves, Chicago. Oh, <laughs> fuck. You're not well, it's, it's, it, You're and it's not only going to get worse. It's only going to get worse for us over the next couple of years. But Eric, I mentioned that you're heading to Milwaukee, and the reason is because you got a bunch of shows, and you'll be in Milwaukee. And Milwaukee's real close to Chicago, where a lot of people live. I know, uh, Carl, you go up to Wisconsin all the time, yep. and a lot of our listeners live in Wisconsin and stuff, uh, so, and and not too far away. So maybe you get you have a chance to go see Eric and go kick his ass after one of his gigs <laughs> coming up. You know, because there you, go. Uh, you, you said this. You sent this to me today. You're opening the Milwaukee Improv August yeah, 17th and then 19th through the 22nd. You're playing every night? Playing every night. Um, uh, opening for Steve Byrne, who's headlining it. It's the grand opening of the Milwaukee Improv, finally after COVID. Uh, they're getting a comedy club there, a uh, really big one. And, uh, yeah, I've just been killing it over at the Hollywood Improv. So driving in to do that long weekend, doing their soft open on the 19th day. And then the following weekend, I'm at the Laughing Tap in downtown Milwaukee, and then doing a little charity show for uh, Batten's disease that Sunday. So come what on is, out. What is Batten's disease? I've never heard of it. Well, I'm gonna have to do more research. Sometimes I just agree to do things. But it's a, <laughs> uh, you're like, I'm the performer, not the disease guy. Uh, it, it, it's in uh, you know, young kids they develop it. It's a brain disease. I think it's involved with swelling around the brain. Uh, they usually don't have a long life expectancy uh, when they do uh, become diagnosed with it. There's things that they can do to uh, battle it off. Some kids get to live until the age of 13 or 14 years old. But with that, there's a lot of medical expenses. So it's just yeah. uh, an opportunity to do a show and help out a really great family from what's south and uh, their fight against it. So that's what the show is. And I got Rami Makhlouf from 105.7 The Fan. Milwaukee, uh, oh, yeah. the Odyssey app. He's going to be doing. He was a Chicago guy for a long time, and yep. he'll be on the show with me. So it'll be a lot of fun. So come awesome. out to that. Yeah, yeah. Def- definitely. If you can get up there, go see him. Uh, good luck, Eric. Man, that's that's awesome that you're getting some shows. And it sucks that you have to drive there from fucking California, though. Yeah, that's, did, that's did, cool you know they made. Drive. Did you know that they made airplanes? I know, <laughs> but uh, you know, I got. I'm Conan's officially over. And uh, we got some severance pay, and, you know, I want to go to Milwaukee for a month, and I want my car. It's impossible to get a rental car right now. And yeah. What better oh, time you're going to be up there for a, be up there for the full month? Yeah. yeah I'm going to a little over three weeks, yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. And, and it's too bad you're leaving right before our big tailgate on September 17th. 
So we, we get we get the the Miller Park tailgate that was supposed to be fun for us, but it's, it's, <laughs> we're still well, getting we're still what, get hammered. I'll tell you what, I got my car. You guys pick a Cubs game after that twenty ninth date, and I'll come uh, sit in the bleachers with you guys. Oh hell yeah, we got to do a bleacher game, and I, I'm definitely going to come up. I'm going to look at this, and I'll text you, and, and maybe I can put something together with the other ranchers. We could come up one of these weekends and see you. Hopefully, on a weekend that the Cubs are in town, so that we don't have to watch them. And we'll watch you instead. I, think I love we'll, it. Hey, we'll we'll all come up. We'll yeah. cheer after you. And then we'll fucking walk out when the headliner shows up. And <laughs> it'll just fuck his head. Yeah. That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. I love it. That, that's, a, that's a real Chicago fuck you right there. Yeah. <laughs> so, well. Uh, so, uh, I can't leave with the goodwill of the bad show. So I just want to say uh, the Bucks won a championship. Nobody believed that a small town like Milwaukee could do it. Why not the Brewers win another one, and then we're basically equals with the Chicago Cup franchise for the all-time going forward. I mean, it's, I'm not. I'm not going to really disagree with you, but I also don't. I think you got a lot of work cut out for you in that nationally West. Yeah. Hey, so, luckily they get to kick each other's ass and knock each other off really early on in that playoff run. So they could spend be. a lot of money to, to lose one game. That'd be great. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, uh, good luck. Safe travels. Uh, we'll let you go, and, and we'll definitely see you within this next month, and uh, we'll make sure we get uh, uh, all of our strongest ranchers out there to kick your ass when you come down to Wrigley Field because I know there's a lot of people who would like to beat you up. This is what it felt like to be a Brewers fan for a very, very long time. So, But you guys got the money trucks, so just back it up next year and everything should be fine. Yeah, oh, we've been looking for those money trucks for a few years. Yeah, we, we heard they're coming. Uh, the wheelbarrow's full of money. Your, I believe they hit them in today, the hotel. Your broadcasters today over the radio, they uh, they were talking about how uh, classically the Ricketts have backed up that truck. So they're fucking up their ass. So uh, apparently it's going to happen. I don't know. Well, thanks for coming on, man. We'll definitely talk to you soon. We got more games together, but uh, drive safe and uh, everybody go see Eric's show. Bye, Eric. All right, later, guys. Bye. Right. Later, man. Um, I got a I got an email from somebody uh, recently, uh, or, or, or a text, or not a text. It was like a message on Facebook that basically said, "Hey, lose that Brewers guy." <laughs> no, like, lose that we, Brewers. Guy. Yeah, I was like. Bruh. We are going to see the Brewers plenty next Brewers Brewers plenty next years uh, in uh, what twenty twenty two the schedule came out. What yeah, what happened? Uh, uh, he's new he's schedule twenty twenty two. He's trying to make a fucking transition to the oh, yeah. new schedule, and he's just. Yeah stumbling all over himself. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's I thought I thought it would be something positive we could do real quick. And just like let's take a look. I know Crawley you've already got a couple of these circled. Uh I didn't include March here, but we open on a Thursday in the infinite wisdom of uh MLB. We're yeah. going to open on March 30th in Cincinnati um and um in the in the daytime. So at least a Thursday is better than a Monday. I'll give it that much. But Oh, and so opening day for the Cubs, though, is a Monday versus the Cardinals. And it's a two-game series. So stupid. Wait, what? what? Yeah, there's Wait. two. They play the fourth, and they play the sixth. Oh, I see, because I'm looking at the schedule. If So if you're looking at the schedule like I am, and you're not seeing the, the, the first game of the Red Series, that's this is the April month. And the the first game of the Red Series is not shown. Yeah. Then there's the the 
off day because this fucking off day drives me goddamn insane. Just get the fuck rid of it. Like, well, I, I, I see. Here's the thing. You do need the off day because it is such a valued ticket. That opening day is like a $120 ticket. Then the next day is like 30 bucks. So well, they want to make just, sure that the people get it. But here's the problem, Michael. The problem just is have every Monday off. Every Monday off, you fucking no. But he's talking. You're talking about something different, though. Michael. I'm talking you're, about yeah. weather, the weather-related issues. That if you go on that Monday and they snow it out and they bang it, and you got a game on Tuesday, well, then the people that paid the really good seats, it's going to drive the prices of opening well, day down. Who but, fucking who? But here's what you can do. You can easily, (laughs) there's no reason to have a four game series. We've talked about how stupid the four games and the two games are. You could do Monday and take off Tuesday and play Wednesday, Thursday, and then have Milwaukee come in Friday, Saturday, and Sunday instead of a four game series with Milwaukee. It's just fucking stupid. You know what? You you start the series on Friday. You have Friday, Saturday, and then Sunday you have a day game. And if the fucking game happens to get banged on Friday, you play it Saturday as the opening game, and then you double header on Sunday, and then Monday you have the day off and you move the fuck on. Like this I'm just is telling not you from hard. from from a, from a scheduling logistics. If I bought a ticket on Saturday, now they banged it to a Sunday for no reason because a game got banged the day before. It just causes a mess. Just not going to. You know work. what? But how often does it actually happen? It happens so fucking hey, rarely. I was that trying it just to. Doesn't matter. I was trying <laughs> to do a positive uh, bit on this sh- on this show tonight, <laughs> and you and you went negative real fast. I'm trying well, to like be like, hey, this, look at next year, guys. The fucking you know, schedule is the biggest clusterfuck of a schedule ever created for any sport anywhere. I agree. A lot of four-game series. You Well, look at this. Two-game series. Two-game series against the, the Pirates. So with you, a go, day off in between. So, and, But check this. With a day off in between, you go. You get it two days against the Pirates, and then it's one of those Pittsburgh-Colorado road trips. <laughs> You're like, what the hell is that? You know what I mean? This, like, yeah, Pittsburgh-Colorado before- back to Chicago. Like, what the yeah. fuck? So, so, but any – I want to go – I'm looking at that Atlanta series. Just so people know, the Cubs are or the Cubs are playing the NL East as their interleague AL East. opponent. AL East. AL East. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry, AL East. They got as the their interleague opponent. They got the Rays in April at Wrigley, um, and then yeah, so I'm, it's going to be the big like Red Sox and the Yankees and everybody's yeah. fucking blowing their wad all over themselves for those games. Yeah. Uh, but the Braves, I, I would kind of like to go to that game. The last of uh, last bit of April. I think I'm going to try to go down. I've never been to that stadium. I've, I've been to Atlanta in a long time. So I'm going to move on to May. We got the Sox early. Two game series again. Two games against them. Like, I don't understand this at all. The the third and the fourth of May. And then uh, – Two days get, off in one week. Two days off in one week. You got the Monday off and the Thursday. When, when the off. season's just starting, that's what doesn't make any sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're coming, and and is that I can't see because of the little widget at the top of my screen. Is that Brewers. the Brewers yeah. on Sunday? Yeah. So the the away game is the Brewers, an hour and a half away. They get a full day travel <laughs> off on Monday. Then they get the fucking socks for two days, and then 
a day off. Like what the? And then the day off, and then on? they stay in town. Yeah. So uh, and then and then of course then they play thirteen games straight between May thirteenth and May twenty sixth. There are no days off. Uh, you go out west. You come back. You play Pittsburgh. Then you right, run the, out and play the Reds. That, that's I, the San Diego, Arizona, Pittsburgh. So you went Colorado to Pittsburgh, and now you're going. San Diego, Arizona to Pittsburgh. Well, no, you're going to Chicago. Come back home. Yeah. Oh, you're coming home. Yeah. 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 And then, uh, the, and then another two games with the Brewers, uh, with the White Sox. So all the White Sox games are done, I believe, uh, by the end of May. Thank yeah. God. Yeah. And, that's uh, ridiculous. The, the third and the fourth and the 28th and 29th. That's, uh, I think probably Memorial Day weekend. Uh, definitely Memorial Day weekend. So that'll be a shit show. A lot well, of cut and- snakes. We get the we get the Diamondbacks seven games in uh, one week, basically. No, we don't. Well, yeah, yeah. we do. Oh, yeah, no, we're done with the Diamondbacks in, between in Arizona and then there oh, in yeah. Chicago the the next fucking week. Nine games. Yeah, and it's just absolutely insane. Like that's one of those that when we're watching the games, nothing changes between. There's one series in between. Whatever happened is going to happen. There's no, I don't know. It's fucking annoying. Yeah, it, it is. Um, <laughs> so, you got on. June. You got the Cardinals open up June. Orioles. That is the one I have circled on my calendar. I would. I have never been to Camden Yards, and would very much Ooh, like I, to go. I've been to Camden. Camden's great. Are you gonna? And you're thinking you're gonna try and go out there? I'm thinking Camden. Yeah. I, I, oh, I, dude. I, and you could go Camden. Day off. Chill out. Yankees. I was thinking about that. The only problem for me is that, uh, on a personal note, my wife and I will be celebrating 20-year anniversary that year, and we were leaving for a week, and it's like right in this time frame we're going for uh, another vacation. So I don't want to, like, get divorced right before my 20th anniversary. Well, how about just take her to New York? <laughs> yeah, she'd love yeah, that. Just take, her, just take her with you, yeah. And you'll be like, baby, I didn't even realize the Cubs were in town. <laughs> we got to yeah. catch a game. You know what a big fan I am. <laughs> I, I will say uh, my wife and I took a vacation in 2008. We went from uh, Camden Yards to Shea Stadium to Old Yankee Stadium the, before they both got torn down and then to uh, Fenway Park. That was nice. our that was our trip. And uh, it was actually way too much. It was very hard. So there's nothing really exciting to make fun of with this month. Uh, it's just kind of regular baseball, except for that Baltimore Yankees thing. I think the Yankees thing, I, I might catch that. That's well, right by my another, birthday. Another two games no, off in one week. Yeah. Oh yeah. For no no reason. reason. You'll find something, Michael. <laughs> you need that. You need. Well, you know, when you're going from Baltimore to New York, you need a day travel. You need that full day travel there. It's literally <laughs> a three hour drive. <laughs> Four hour, maybe. All right, uh, uh, move on to July. Um, this is the All Star Game is really late this year. It's all the way to the nineteenth. Oh what year was it this year? July nineteenth. That's uh, that is Emily's birthday. So I I know what I'm getting her for her birthday. All Star tickets. Yeah, love it. it was the thirteenth this year. So it's a it's full week later uh, that they take the All Star break, and um, I mean. And they got this weird ass road trip, Milwaukee to Los Angeles. 
Uh, Deidre yeah. says, Mom and I are going to Camden next year in Washington. Only two drivable stadiums left for us. Yeah, Very cool. Um, and and- I, on my birthday, the Cubs are playing the Orioles, which is rare because usually my birthday falls smack dab in the middle of All-Star Week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this year. Uh, and then they got the uh, Milwaukee-LA road trip, which is stupid. Uh, the Cubs got the Red Sox right by 4th of July, which that'll be a total shit show. Dude, all the Boston assholes fucking hanging out in the bleachers. I, I'm going to go far away. Oh, like, you know, be- and, and you know they're given like, everybody's going to be on vacation that weekend. If the 4th is on a Monday, everybody's taking Friday off. Yeah, it's going to be an absolute shit show. Hotel so then, Zachary. So it makes no sense here. Uh, another two-game series uh, set with the Pirates. Makes no sense. Um, and then uh, let's move on to August. Take a look. Um, I mean, we look at here's another one: the Nationals between August eighth and August seventeenth. The Cubs play the Nationals all the times that they'll play them six times. Just it's stupid. Like because you want to catch a team. I love it when you catch a team at the beginning of the year and then at the end of the year, and like things are changed. Like, dude, if you saw the Cubs in May. And then you saw the Cubs now. You're seeing two different Cubs teams. But if you saw yeah. us all in May, like we saw the Dodgers like all in a row or something like that, or the there's a couple times that happened this year. Um, but here's another one that a lot of people have circled at the end of August. This is right like the last week of summer. The Cubs go to Toronto. Yeah, that'd I, be a cool one. That'd be a cool one. I've been to that stadium. Toronto's an amazing town. So if it's it's like a, it's like a it's like if Chicago was full of really nice people. <laughs> it really is because it, it feels a lot like it. And then uh, the final month of the season, uh, which uh, I don't know if it's really going to matter for the Cubs next year. There would have to be some sort of miracle that happened. Uh, not much exciting uh, going on. Uh, we've got the Mets at the end. So I don't know. It's it's pretty. It's a shit show. We close against the Reds. We open against the Reds. We open against the Reds in Cincinnati. We close against the Reds. What's not pictured here is October. Uh, which so they do play into October, so it's for the second is the last. So we'll be even seeing October baseball in, next year. Woo-hoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so even though they start in March, they're still going into October because nobody can do a fucking schedule in the MLB offices. Come yeah. On. Now we have a comment, and I want to bring this up because um, uh, this was brought up by David Ross. Either he's just stupid, or I don't know what. But apparently Cubs are in the Field of Dreams game next year. Ross spilled the beans before attempting to unsay this. Yeah. So before a game, they were asking about the Field of Dream games, and Rossi's like, oh, yeah, we're in that next year, right? And then everyone like, it's like, what? And he's like, I mean, you know, I, I don't know, are we? And then everyone's like, dude, what the fuck? Well, if they do it in August, I wonder that, if it That's would... what I'm looking at right there. No, do go to September. The... September? Right. Go to September right there. You could potentially do it on this Thursday here, the first, right? And then you'd have Friday off and then come back to St. Louis Saturday, Sunday. So who's – The belief is Cubs in St. Louis. The first would be Toronto, and then you have an off day. Oh, so you would put the Cardinals on Thursday on the first? Yes, in Iowa. Yeah, yeah, you put it on that Thursday. But then that's a Cardinals home game, right? Right. Okay, and that could be – uh, yeah, I could totally see them shifting that a little bit because, I mean, we are all, 
like convinced that if the Cubs play at Field of Dreams, they're playing the Cardinals, right? Well, we're, we're, yeah. it's what it was Bill supposed Sugis to says yeah. has to be the card. MLB said it's in August again. Yeah. So, well, that's September we're talking about. All right, we'll oh, go oh, back to August. 30. Well, yeah. but it's the very this is end. That's this is September that I'm showing you right here. So this so, is August, and then in July. No, so it wouldn't play, be July. There's no way it, they could do. Well, what I'm looking at here is this is the 31st right here. Okay, at the end, and that's a Sunday. And then they play the Cardinals on the first. There's no off day, which kind of throws things off. If you're planning to do that, Iowa. But it could be the Reds. It's possible the they Reds. could do the Reds. Yeah. Do Reds, the Reds are, on the 11th. Uh, an old team. They're on the 11th. Ele- they could move them to the 11th, give them a day off. Why they need a day off to travel fucking four hours, I have no Yeah, well, I mean, they make that, you that, play- But that would be in Cincinnati. That's like. Eight hours. They make you play back. They make you play back-to-back games, but to, uh, on a trip from Pittsburgh to uh, Colorado, you know, like yeah. th- they make you play back-to-back games for that. But you, to go to Iowa for some reason takes all all year. Yeah. You now know, day. there I, is no way because this was brought up. They were asking Manfred about it, and here's what I'm telling you: just nothing is set in stone yet. There is no way this Cubs team is getting – you guys saw the production today. You saw Kevin Costner out there. You heard the James Earl Jones voiceover. You saw all the spectacles. There's no way they're doing this with what you saw on the field today. No. No. I Yeah, I, I can see that switching. Now here, one, one quick thing, though, to go against that about why they might choose the Cubs – this book right here, W.P. Kinsella wrote Shoeless Joe that the movie Field of Dreams was based on. Well, he also wrote a book called The Iowa Baseball Confederacy, which I have read twice. And it is about the 1908 Cubs who go to a town just south of Iowa City, to play a baseball game against an all-star team of the local teams in Iowa. And if you think the magical realism of Field of Dreams was too much, this is going to fucking blow that way out of the water because it is a battle between the ancient uh, Native American gods the Cubs, the game goes on for 40 days. The It rains all the time. A flood comes through. Wow. The, Crazy. The, the black angel that is in the uh, cemetery here in Iowa City goes down and plays for the Iowa baseball team. They kill a midget at some point. During the, the, I, yeah. It is, it is a crazy fucking book. But it is by the exact same author, and I think it would be amazing if they tried to pull that what they did off for Shoeless <laughs> Joe with this book. They got like a, a fucking black angel out in the outfield and and uh you know and like Native American like dancers doing shit and I don't know, they a fucking flood. They it flood rained. The, yeah. Forty <laughs> forty day game. I'm in it. Yeah. It would be fucking amazing. So, <laughs> Bill, Bill, is Michael high? No, I read this book. I read this book. I am not making this up. Well, you know, we're, we're sitting here now, and thankfully the Brewers and their – I mean, like I said, the Cubs did really catch 
two great pitching staffs in a row with the White Sox and the Brewers. Next up is the Florida Marlins. How let, let's going to talk about taking a rectal temperature. Do we have to take it rectally? Yes. Hey everybody, a quick message, uh, last interruption of the show. I, I want you all to join our Patreon campaign. Why? Well, you get the show early, ad-free, and you help the Sunranto show stay on the air. You know, we got bills to pay. We got a website hosting uh, due real quick. Uh, we've got uh, our stream yard that we've got to pay for. We got tickets and beer. We got There's expenses, people. There's expenses with keeping the show on the air, and you should help us pay for it. Um, Go to patreon.com slash sunranto, patreon.com slash sunranto, patreon.com slash sunranto, p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash s-o-n-r-a-n-t-o, and become a patron today. Uh, We'd really appreciate it. There are 105 other Cubs fans that have done exactly that, and you should join them because it really helps us keep the lights on. Please help the Sunranto show stand the air patreon.com slash sunranto you can pay all at once it's like ten dollars if you buy each one of us a beer at the ballpark for doing the show that's like three dollar level if you want the photographs and you want the uh, music it's five dollar level if you want to get your name on the end of our live recording as a as a special supporter of the Sunranto show that's a ten dollar level I know some of you guys can afford it um if you're if you love Cubs baseball and Cubs talk and you want to help us out then please become a patron patreon.com slash and I won't bother you again about this because you'll be getting the free ad free feed straight to your patreon account but you don't you gotta listen to ads like this one you could you don't need to you don't need to one dollar will change all that patreon.com slash that wasn't the the drop. That's that's for the end. Um, no, we got the we got the Marlins next. I I don't give a fuck. I honestly don't care. I might not even. Well, this is what I wanted things. to get your temperature on. Oh, I, no, I he think, wanted the temperature. He wants to know. Yeah, where do you, what are you feeling here? You're, you're thinking about it, right? You're 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 on an eight game losing streak. Yeah. You you're you're this team is absolutely like just falling apart here. Now they're not playing a great team in the Marlins, but they're not. You they're know, in last place. The but Marlins they're away. Are, yeah, the Marlins are in last place right now. They're not good. You got Alzali going against Luzardo, and Luzardo's got a seven ERA or something like that. And then uh, they haven't even announced. We got Davies, who just is throwing BP up against a TBD. And then uh, in the final game, you're throwing up uh, old slow pitch Millsy. And he's going up against Zach Thompson, who's actually a Zach, Z-A-C-H. I am going to go. He's decent. He's decent. I'm, he's got a uh, 309 ERA on the year. I'm going to say Cubs lose two out of three. Albert Alzali is going to have one of his best games because I looked at Florida. They don't have a lot of righties in, or lefties in their lineup, which he struggles mightily against. So I am going to say the Cubs take one out of three, the Alzali start. So that would be the, tomorrow. Yeah, I am saying it is a uh, Marlins sweep because uh, Danny and I talked the other day. I think the Cubs are going to lose 13 straight before they finally right the ship against the Rockies. So uh, one of the um, – I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm going – I don't think the Cubs win a single game. I, Ever I again. <laughs> Ever again. I, 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 I can't see it. 
I can't see how they ever win with that lineup that they're throwing out there. I just don't see how it happens, except for the because other teams that are really bad teams, they're still better than what we're throwing out there. They are. It's it's baseball and weird things happen. That's all. Yeah, it could. It could. So I thought we would uh, check in. I asked Michael if he wanted to do a little where are they now. Uh, and uh, so it, we don't have to go through everybody. Well, we can. You wrote them all I'll, down. I'll, I'll, I'll run through quickly, and then you guys stop me if there's anything you want to add to it. Okay, sounds good. So, But let's play the theme song. Where are they now? Where are they and what are they doing, Michael? So we're going to kick it off with Kyle Schwarber. He was traded to the Red Sox. Uh, he is injured and has not played for the Sox yet. Nats got a single-A pitcher, Aldo Ramirez, for his injured ass. Uh, Jock Peterson, who is kind of what we got there, uh, went to the Braves for Bryce Ball. I'm thinking Nats won that trade. What do you think? Nats won the trade? Cubs sure. won. Yeah. Yeah. John Lester traded to the Cardinals for outfielder Lane Thomas. Lester has pitched 10.1 innings in two starts for the Cards and has a 9.58 ERA. But the guy we got in replacing him is Arietta. He's gone and he ruined his reputation in Chicago on the way out. <laughs> Nats won the trade. Yeah, they even won that one. They got yeah. Oh god. <clears throat> I'd say right. it's pretty pretty close to a wash on that one, but uh, yeah, maybe tip it. You, you, well, Lester's still playing and still putting up innings <laughs> for him. So, you know, you Darvish, 343 ERA, 128 innings pitched in 20 starts. He was on the IL for a bit, but he's back. And in his last start, he struck out 12. The Cubs have Zach Davies, a 526 ERA, 114 innings pitched, two more starts than, uh, you Darvish. Padres definitely won that trade. It doesn't matter who they have in Arizona hitting the ball fucking well. It doesn't matter. The the Padres won that trade. I I will say that two guys right now, Owen Cassie and uh, Reginald Preciado, those are two guys to watch. Not, I mean, obviously this year it's very clear, but uh, what's going to happen? But it's going to be interesting to see how that one. If we do this segment five years from now, as we still continue to be the longest running podcast. We we will someday come back to this and see if anything happens, but whatever. Yeah, okay, if if we're still doing this podcast uh, when these guys come up, something went terribly wrong with our lives. <laughs> I, <laughs> but it's also highly possible we'll still be doing this podcast. Yeah, I I, I don't know. I don't, I'm 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 going to be doing some form of this. I don't. Know. I'm going to be in my fifties. I can just tell you that much. I will be in my early fifties at yes. that point. Yeah. So uh, Anthony Rizzo traded to the Yankees for Alexander Vizcaino and Kevin Alcantara, who are now top 10 prospects in the Cubs system. Rizzo has COVID and can't play in the Field of Dreams game. Cubs won that trade. Yep. I will say Rizzo did break that record. The first Yankee had RBI in his first six games. He came out blasting, but 
he missed the fucking field of dreams game, man. Who cares? Kevin Alcantara is somebody that really, you just look at him and it reminds me of like, just looking at like Jorge Soler where you're like, that guy's not built like everybody else. It's yeah. like I said, not saying it's going to happen, but very interesting. Prospect. People are very, very high at him. And, and honestly, it was funny. We were watching the field of dreams game. My wife had never actually seen uh, uh, judge Aaron judge before. <laughs> she was like, wait, what? Like, he just doesn't look like he's supposed to be. He looks superimposed on the screen. Like, he's not real. Like, right. he's the wrong size. Yeah, he's fucking ridiculous. All right. Javi Baez and Trevor Williams traded to the Mets for Pete Crow Armstrong. Javi is batting 171, 216, 343 with 14 strikeouts to only six hits and two walks and is now day-to-day with a hip injury. Williams made his first start for the Mets today in the first game of a doubleheader and pitched 4.1 innings, gave up one run. That pisses me off. Pete Crow, <laughs> Pete Crow Armstrong had shoulder surgery. I mean, I think the Mets won this anyway, just because we got a guy who's a fucking soldier. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. I honestly have no clue on this one. It's all about the future. Yeah, so but as of right this second, even as bad as Javi's playing right now, and the fact that fucking Trevor Williams is pitching like Mets won this right now. I feel I don't know. Hopefully, uh, hopefully this Pete Crow Armstrong can be good. All right, Chris Bryant traded to the Giants for Alexander Canario and Caleb Killian. KB is hitting three hundred eight, three seventy two, four eighty seven with a one thirty one OPS plus. For the Giants. But Canario has a nine game hitting streak. Every single game he's played for the South Bend Cubs, he's had a hit in. And he has hit four homers. Killian has one start in Tennessee where he went 5.2 innings, struck out four, walked two, and only gave up two runs. This may surprise you. Cubs won this trade because KB was never coming back. Nobody should ever think that KB was just waiting for the right number. He's never fucking going to play for the Cubs again. He's not coming back next year. He's never going to play for this team. So the fact that the Cubs got anybody is a win for the Cubs rather than hanging onto his ass and letting him walk in the offseason. Yeah, I think most people, even though that we're all in pain over watching everybody over the team getting destroyed, I think we all agreed that it was something that kind of needed to happen. It just was too – it was just too much too late. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, they, they really should have done other things leading up to it. Like maybe not fucking manipulate his time and, uh, you know, maybe score some goodwill points. But, okay, Craig Kimbrell try, traded to the White Sox for Nick Madrigal and Cody Hewer. Andrew Romine hit a homer off of Kimbrell and blew his ERA to shit. It's like 586 now. Uh, he's pitched 4.2 innings, five strikeouts, no walks. Hewer has five innings pitched, 1K, two walks. Nick Madrigal is still hurt. I mean, White Sox could have won this trade. They might have won this trade. But it was pretty awesome seeing Romine take fucking Kimbrel deep, so that's kind of a wash. That was that was the only good thing that happened that whole weekend. <laughs> it really was. Uh, Ryan Tapera traded to White Sox for Bailey Horn. 5.2 innings pitched, 6Ks, one walk, one run. Bailey Horn is injured and is yet to play. Uh, White Sox won the trade. So that's it. The Cubs won. 
One trade. One trade and, out of all of push. that. Yeah. Well, mate, we, that's why, I mean, maybe the future, you know, our amazing development system of young players should really uh, straighten that out. We'll win some trades. Um, I'll, hit, I'll play part of the drop. Where are they now? That was enough. That's enough of that. All right, announcements. Bleacher Bum Band next Saturday, the 21st. It is $5 to come. Um, I, I'm going to drop the link for the show in the in the chat. Uh, to, we, we dropped the price because unlike Tom Ricketts, uh, I wanted to give Cub fans a break. And also, we just want to pack the place. Like, I, I, you know, I know the Delta variant's going around. But guess what? Vaccine-only bar. The only way you can get in is if you are vaccinated. So it's very, it's going to be kind of a, a it's going to be a good situation, I think, for us, you know. And, and uh, you take a picture of your card on your phone, right, Danny? Or do you need to bring yeah, your card? Make a pic, take a picture on your phone, make sure it's on there. And uh, come on, all you got to do is go to G-Man. You can buy tickets ahead of time, make sure that it doesn't sell out. Uh, it's, you go to gmantavern.com forward slash events. So you'll find it, you know, G-Man Tavern. That's where we're playing. It's five bucks. Buy your tickets now. Um, and then uh, and go see the Royals. because We have a good chance of beating them, too. Not that good of a chance, but <laughs> actually I said we'd never win again. And um, uh, I, I think that's the only announcement I have right now. Anything uh, you guys want to nope. say? Um, all right, let's, uh, let's TFC it. All right. What do you got? Um, I have three of them. What do you guys got? So I, I got two. I got four. I'll go. Um, I'll start with an old friend of mine, Lenny Dykstra. Oh, there we go. Who was <laughs> um, be wonderful. lamenting the loss of Aubrey Huff on Twitter. Oh, Jesus. He put free Aubrey Huff. And Peaches, Stevie Shoe said, Lenny, with your financial situation, I wouldn't be giving anything away for free. <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that, that's, uh, one of, that's one of my TFCs was just Aubrey Huff, account suspended. I just wanted yeah. to point that out and say good riddance to bad rubbish. Fuck you, Aubrey. You, you know what's funny? Every time we do this, I put my TFCs in here, and by the time we get to them, I can't remember what they're going to be. So I'm just <laughs> as surprised as you guys. <laughs> All right. Uh, okay. So, Katie, lots of fucking vowels and Z's and D's. Your words is Wierzynski. She wrote, Arietta being a dick and then getting cut. We actually do love to see it. Tony Vassallo quote tweets, Jed circumcised him. Yeah, nice. Getting cut. Yes, being dick, a getting dick cut. and getting cut. <laughs> what do you got, Crawley? Uh, another one for me. All righty here. Um, talking about the um, Cubs, how they've changed now. This is a visual one right here. Watching the, this is Dura at Dura Dura Nine H says watching the Cubs these days, and it's a picture of Saved by the Bell with Mister Belden played by the same actor. But every other actor looks like the generic equivalent of the original cast. Yeah, the it's new called Saved oh, by yeah, the that, Bell, the new class. That's definitely David Ross as Mr. Belding. Yeah, there's there's <laughs> there's Screech is like just a total ripoff. Oh my god, it's like altered world. Like there's Zach. They don't even have a blonde Zach. What's nope. wrong with them? Yeah. Um all right, cool. I, I got Love one it. here. Uh, this one's this one's uh, from Jeopardy champ, champion and uh, recent um, 
I guess he tried to be the host of Jeopardy, one of the new hosts to replace Alex Trebek, but he tweeted out, Jeopardy says, whoever hosts full-time will have to quit their other job. So I'm crossing my fingers it's Joe Buck. <laughs> <laughs> Little fierceness. I, I love it, and I love the fact that even Jeopardy contestants are clocking the fact that Joe Buck sucks. And not only that, though, I did beat Jeopardy James in Cubs trivia against Gary Prezi. Just a little side note. Sit brag. (laughs) So I'm done. I got uh, Uncle Jeff dropping the – so this is another visual one for the uh, podcast listeners. It's the meme where they do my fall plans and the Delta variant. So my fall plans – is the picture of Rizzo lifting Baez standing next to Bryant right after the World Series victory. And the Delta variant is Ricketts with his hands out doing the, you won't be booing next year. So I love it. There's That's one of my favorite new things that everybody's doing. <laughs> yeah. I had one where uh, I was at uh, the Mother's Day game, or right around Mother's Day, uh, they had uh, Javi was in the on-deck circle, and then I took one the other day of Schwindel in the on-deck circle. So that's the Delta variant? Yeah, Schwindel <laughs> was the Delta variant. Javi was the my fall plans. Uh, so I, th- I think that's it, right? No, I got two more. Oh, got I, two went, more. I went Field of Dreams topical today. Okay, yeah, nice. so, so Crawley, then me, then Crawley again. Rushing baseball. Uh, Gordon Whitmire said, apparently, Cubs are in Field of Dreams game next year. Ross spilled the beans before attempting to unsay it. And Rushing Baseball said, wow, Cubs about to have two AAA teams in Iowa. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's excellent. That was excellent. Well, uh, this one is Field of Dreams uh, related as well. Uh, IFG, the infield fly girl, says, LOL. I just realized the game of corn or whatever it is, a Fox exclusive. So I guess everyone who relies on MLB TV gets to feel like everyone in Iowa does for, oh, one-third of the games, the air every day. Yeah, they're blackout of everything there. Yep. So that that's amazing because, yes, the Field of Dreams game, if everybody's wondering, is blacked out on MLB TV in Iowa. We cannot watch it unless we have a cable provider with Fox. Or, so, or Rabbit Ears. You could watch on Rabbit Ears. Um, digital TV on Fox. Maybe. Yeah, so yeah. You, get, you get some kind of Fox. Digital it, antenna. Either way, yeah, I have, it, it's wrong. It's, just, it's, just show us the goddamn game. You go. You put the game trouble. in Iowa, and we can't fucking watch it. Yeah. <laughs> Th- there was one TFC I wanted to put on there, but it was a video, and it just wouldn't work. But it was like somebody was watching the, the actual movie, Field of Dreams, and as soon as they start to play the game, the uh, MLB blackout rules pop up on the screen. <laughs> and I'm taking so, a look here, and I hate to break this to PH right here. Screech lives in Milwaukee. Screech did die last year. I hate to be the one to be the yeah. bear of bad news. Um, I think he I, means in, in uh, you know, like they still walk around like, Screech lives! Maybe. Now, if we take a look here, speaking of ghosts, and Field of Dreams, you know the movie is about the Black Sox ghosts coming out of the cornfields and talking to them. I couldn't go without missing this one. TPS Stoner 1 made a joke about the ghosts and said, at despio.com, a bunch of ghost cardinals just stumbled onto the field. They're barfing. 
And Discipio.com said the ghosts of Josh Hancock and Oscar Taveras are doing donuts in the corn. Oh, God. Oh, <laughs> brutal. I couldn't, that, that was too good to pass up, man. Like, uh, this is this, this like magical idea of these ghosts of players past and then the, the two drunk guys just like throwing up and doing donuts. That is, that is a fucking Hall of Fame, uh, this fucking cube for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I guess that's it. I mean, uh, We'll be back, I guess, Sunday night probably to talk. <laughs> Maybe Monday. I know. I, I, I will don't. not be here Sunday night. I will be at Wrigley Field for the Hella Mega Tour. Oh, okay. Oh, what's, what's, what's the, the Hella Mega, Mega Tour? <laughs> it is uh, Fallout Boy, Weezer, and Green Day. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, so yeah, so I guess we won't, maybe we'll talk to you Monday afternoon. No, you got to work. Yeah. We, we might do a show with, I don't know when we're going to do a show. Um, uh, oh, you want to hear Rob Manfred hates baseball? Uh, a request. Oh yeah. yeah. But I, I don't have it uploaded right. Oh, I do. I do have it. Uh, so it, not, not a bad idea. Rob Manfred hates baseball. We're going to bring it out of here. Yeah. So, billboard in Dubuque saying MLB and blackouts. So all the people in Dubuque, so Dubuque's like, 25 miles away so that's where a lot of people are staying so they've got a billboard up there saying mlb and the blackouts good rob manfred why do you hate baseball i'm gonna play your song spagog everybody spagog rob manfred likes opening days in winter likes baseball games that don't go on too long Rob Manfred likes more offense from the hitter. Likes juicing up the ball and hitting dogs. Intentional walks with just a finger. And old umpires are always blowing calls. Likes a national ETH. But one thing Manfred hates. Rob Manfred hates baseball. Rob Manfred likes a pitch clock for the pitches. And batters who stay inside the box. Lessening the ball, dragging forward stitches And half the team's making the playoffs Rob Manfred like pitchers who face three batters And not paying minor leaguers at all Like the catch don't block the plate But one thing Manfred hates Rob Manfred hates baseball Houston Astros cheat. He likes how ticket prices keep the fans out. And Xing teams out of the minor leagues. Rob Manfred's gonna bring us world out of pies. Could tell CB Buckner that he's been wrong. He likes putting money in the bank. But one thing Manfred hates, Rob Manfred hates baseball.
We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com match. Just go to Indeed.com match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate. How a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word. Broomgate. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crow portrays an ex-homicide detective, unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. 
The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims Bras at Skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select Podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. Look around. You can find cars like these on AutoTrader, like that car riding your tail. Or if you're tailgating right now, all those cars doubling as kitchens and living rooms are on AutoTrader, too. Are you working out and listening to this ad at the same time? Well, multitasking pro, cars like the ones in the gym parking lot are for sale on AutoTrader. New cars, used cars, electric cars, maybe even flying cars. Okay, no flying cars, but as soon as they get invented, they'll be on AutoTrader. Just you wait. AutoTrader.